Okay. Mic check. One, two. One, two, three. It's I can open your eyes. <laughs> take you wonder by wonder. <laughs> Everybody to Lunch Academy episode 009, the offside banter to our everyday lives here at Lunch Academy. My name is Sam and I'm the co-host and alongside me across from me, as always, the star of the show, Sharade. Hello everyone. Very good. Welcome to episode nine. Yes. Happy to be here with our guest, Alex. Hey, awesome. how's it going? Alex is the co-founder of Launch Academy. Yay. Uh, so none of this would be possible without him. So One might say he's an OG. <laughs> OG? Yeah. He's old, but he's not a gangster. <laughs> One of the OGs. Yeah. Fair enough. Where are you going to get Ray on, on this show? <laughs> so that's a secret. It's an yeah. industrial secret. We told you last, we told Kalina last time we have a lineup of months and months and months. Oh, yeah, yeah, we can't. Ray's on the end of that list. Yeah. yeah. Ray. Oh, Ray's, Ray, 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 Ray's like D-list. We're, we're going through our A-list. <laughs> oh, okay. So you got to go Ray is the CEO yeah. of Launch Academy, by the way. Yeah. But Alex is also the CEO of an exciting new venture called Shape Immersive. Yes. So we're definitely going to get time to talk about all of that. But first, as always, what's the weather forecast? Oh, the weather is so up and down lately. Yeah. So we're going to have a cloudy blah kind of day. Scatter showers. There's your forecast. Cloudy yeah. blah. It's a blah. <laughs> you have to say the G at the end. Yeah. Blah. Yeah. Getting into July. Um, and yeah, it's, Saturday is also not going to be great. But Sunday, Monday looks okay. So yeah. And it's almost, cool. it's almost Canada Day, right? Yeah. yeah. So... If you guys have any plans, Monday will look nice for Canada Day. That's all that matters, right? So Canada Day is looking nice. So yeah. should I cancel my fireworks plans? Wait, or? I think so. Well, Canada Day is on Sunday. So she's actually, yeah. she's cheating. She's checking yeah. the weather <laughs> forecast. I, like, I thought she yeah. knows this stuff. Okay, this no, is really sad this because yeah. this weekend is uh, Jazz Fest. And they're having yeah. like this outdoor jazz concert all day Saturday at, what's that park called? David Lamb, thanks, producer Shout lady. Out to David Lamb, <laughs> um, and it's gonna rain all Saturday, so oh no, damn it, yeah. So Anyways, side side rent for the weather forecast. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, and I guess I should shout out. This show is being produced by Claire, aka producer lady Robinson. So shout out to her, future yeah. Iron Claire. Woman. She she's future smiling in uh, in appreciation for yeah. the shout out. She's like, finally, you guys. Yeah, anyway. she's something as well back back to alex so yeah. i mean it's been a while and it's finally where we got you here on the show so <laughs> he's been begging yeah. to come on yeah no i've been i've been begging to come on <laughs> this is a great show <laughs> this is a great show yeah. we lasted nine so episodes and we yeah. haven't been closed down yeah. yet so that's yeah. so i was on the wait list we gotta yeah. do it big for our 10th episode the yeah. 10th episode it's gonna yeah. be huge yeah i think huge I it's gonna be huge can't be too huge yeah. we're pretty squished in here yeah <laughs> but like Obviously, like we want to talk about today is, is you know, six years ago when Launch Academy started, yeah. there were no lights, there's no cameras, no fancy hats, no t-shirts. Well, we did have t-shirts, but they were terrible. Um, <laughs> yeah, the logos changed like three times. <laughs> the logos changed three times. Yeah. So, I mean, like, I mean, kind of walk us through, paint the picture. What what was it like at the beginning? What was the point mm. of Launch Academy and how, how did you get involved in, yeah, let's yeah, go Yeah, yeah, for sure, yeah. So, so building Launch Academy was super difficult and challenging, right? Because we didn't really have a lot of resources. 
Um, we're a grassroots initiative, a nonprofit organization. Um, at the very beginning, it was uh, you know myself, um, Mike, uh, Ray, Roger, uh, and um, uh, Jesse. So, <clears throat> and I think um, the the biggest reasons why you know we want to uh, you know create this place is because we want to surround ourselves with uh, like-minded entrepreneurs, right? So. Um, and, and that's what we did, but we didn't really anticipate that Launch County is going to grow into this, you know, mm-hmm. massive thing, right? Yeah. Uh, and <clears throat> so the first thing we did, did was, you know, we got the space, 12,000 square feet, uh, and uh, the next thing we know, entrepreneurs start to, to come on board. Um, but when people ask me, like, why, like, how, how, how did, you know, Launch County first started and how, um, you know, how, how did, you know, grow so big, right? And, I, you know, I tell them that it's really... You know, it's uh, we we built Launch Academy one relationship at a time, and I, when I say one relationship at a time, it really means that you know we we have like thirty meetings a week. We meet the entrepreneurs on one on one basis. We um, you know had probably what 200, 300 events uh, in the last uh, couple of years. So it's it's you know that that grassroots mm-hmm. um, type of. Um, you know, mentality, right? Um, you have there's no no magical formula here. You have to meet the entrepreneur on a one on one basis to build that that genuine relationship. And at the end of that, you um, you start to have a community of people who you know who are genuinely um, mm-hmm. who genuinely care about each other. And then you start to have a culture that pays it forward, right? So super grateful um, to be one of the, the first people to kind of kick off uh, this community. So yeah. when you started, like, <clears throat> let's be honest here, and we're yeah. on air, so you can't lie, apparently. <laughs> um, how long did you actually expect to be with Launch Academy? Maybe maybe both as an entrepreneur and as kind of like a co-founder, like, what what, did, what were you thinking, like? Well, I was idea? in debt, so, <laughs> so I needed a job, but no, no, I, I think Launch Academy, um, you know, because we, we hit so many milestones, right, in such a short amount of time. And, um, you know, Ray and I, we have a, a really great working relationship as well. So, um, you know, I just graduated from school. I, I did my first startup called Weave, uh, met Ray. And it was really amazing to have a mentor like him to kind of walk you through how to actually run uh, an, an organization like Launch Academy. So, uh, so I was learning, definitely learning a lot um, alongside um, from him. And, you know, Ray's got you know, way more operation on experience than, than I have, right? So, so that kept going and, um, you know, also, he also gave me the sort of autonomy, right? To, to create programs, to, you know, run with uh, different campaigns, uh, different, um, you know, uh, models of uh, business models that, that we brainstormed. So, so that was, uh, you know, super interesting for me. Um, but, in terms of expectation, um, I was also uh, looking for opportunities on the side. So we all, because we're entrepreneurs at the end of the day, yeah. right? So um, I definitely have my side hustles, and you know that I started, you know, a bunch of uh, you know startups. One of them is a They're condom great. company. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Tell us more about that. Yeah. So, uh, so I think in 2014, I uh, I co-founded this company called Safe, mm-hmm. and uh, it's a condom delivery. Oh, uh, com- company, yeah. <laughs> this is awesome. this is when Dollar Shave Club was, yeah, you know, yeah, that was exactly. that was the yeah. hot thing at the moment. Yeah, so uh, so we wanted to do the Dollar Shave Club for condoms, so you don't have to be super awkward, um, you know, going to shoppers and mm-hmm. you know you have you know a sixteen year old uh, teenager yeah. judging you and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. So we deliver these, um, you know, uh, the world's thinnest condoms to you, 
and these are Japanese condoms. They're 0.0038 millimeter thin. Crazy. Uh, they don't sell it here. So, so we saw yeah. specs. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, so I was, uh, but but you know we did that for a few months, and um, you know almost turned Launch County to like a fulfillment center. <laughs> <laughs> That's and hilarious. Yeah, yeah. I literally had like boxes of condoms I stack up, and I was like fulfilling on um, you know the, these orders, and you know I just. And there was sort of one day where I just felt like, you know, what the what the heck am I doing with my life, <laughs> right? Um, and then, but it was uh, working. You guys did well. Uh, no, no, we didn't. Like, <laughs> no? I, I think we did everything up to a point. Tell us more like, about this product market fit. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, so I think we we built the uh, the basis, uh, the baseline for for the company, and uh, and but we we just we didn't really. Um, you know, we, we kind of lost our interest yeah. in the business model really quickly. And uh, my co-founder, uh, Vincent, and I, we just, uh, we, we, this is what we do. We, yeah. we build something and then uh, we didn't stick to it and then we quit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then so we just keep iterating uh, to find something that we really enjoy doing, right? Because I realized that um, I didn't really enjoy the sort of logistics and the, yeah. um, the operation side of uh, e-commerce business. You mean you didn't like mailing condoms out? Yeah, yeah. Let's uh, <laughs> be yeah. more succinct about it. Yeah, there, it, there was merit to to that idea, but uh, yeah. yeah. But back back to Launch Academy. I mean, like yeah. looking looking forward, like 10, 20, 30 years from mm-hmm. now, what's something that you'll take away from the experience of first, you know, being a part of creating this, mm-hmm. and also, you know, you you're in an interesting place because you you're both like a co-founder. You're you've been in my position and Shadi's position. But you're also been in, in, you know, what we would call our customer's position, which is yep. like a, you're an entrepreneur in, yep. the, in the system, right? So, so you've literally experienced, you know, every facet of, of Launch Academy um, from all angles. So what's like, what's something you'll take away from, from all of it in like, you know, 20 years from now? Like, what are you going to remember? What are the lessons that, you know, and it comes down to one or two. I mean, like, there's lots of little mini things like. Like don't walk in Gastown at <laughs> thirty at night, but like that's yeah. not what you're gonna remember, right? Um, right. So I think focus mm-hmm. is probably the one of the, the most important lessons I've learned uh, along the way. Um, I because in, you know, when you're in the position um, as the you know the program manager or uh, the community manager, you interact with entrepreneurs on a day to day basis, right? Uh, and if you're doing office hours as well, you meet these entrepreneurs on a one-on-one basis and they'll tell you that, hey, you know, there's all these opportunities um, that's in front of them. You know, what, what should they do, right? Um, do they do this? Do they do that? And as a startup, <coughs> you don't have a lot of resources. And your resources, your energy, your time, and uh, maybe a little bit of your, your money, right? So you can't afford to work on everything. Right, you have to be very strategic. You have to have um, you have to have that discipline of focus. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have that focus, then it's very easy for you to to waste resources on things that don't matter uh, in a couple of months. Right. So if you're building a a company and then you're thinking about you know doing R and D um, and you're thinking about uh, you know investing a lot of resources into building the product, but you're not doing enough you know customer validation, right? So one of the biggest um, mistakes that startup founders make is that they end up building something that nobody wants, and I would say that's uh, and yeah. for launch time as well. Like, yeah. I think mm-hmm. focus is super important for sure. Yeah. And and you know knowing that you're you're a UX designer, you like, <clears throat> and and I don't mean to demean UX designers out there, but yeah. you like pretty things. 
I, I think we all do. You like things to look a certain way. Mm-hmm. Where is that balance between, I guess, what you're describing as staying lean, staying, building an MVP that's yeah. bare bones, the balance between that and something that, you know, you can be proud of, be presentable, yep. and, you know, without leaning to the side of, like, you're being a perfectionist and, and you've overdone mm-hmm. things. Like, yeah. how do you find that balance? Well, I think uh, expectations have gone up in the last couple of years. Um, when you're building a startup, maybe in you know 20, 2009, 2010, maybe you can get away with you know a product that doesn't look as nice, right? But right now, because it's so much easier to um, to build uh, products, um, you, there's a lot of plug and play type of uh, modules that you can uh, mm-hmm. just you know it's kind of like Lego, right? Uh, there's you know uh, marketplaces are uh, out there now. You can literally download. Uh, graphical assets, you know, yeah. stock photos. So there's really no excuse for your yeah. product to look That's crappy. That's the issue now. Right now. Yeah, you've yeah. got to do it because there's no, there's all the resources out there. Yeah. Yeah. Some of them are free, some of them are very cheap. Yeah. Exactly, so, yeah, exactly, yeah. So yeah. there's absolutely no excuse if your website still looks like something that's done, you know, 10 yeah. years ago. Yep. And yeah. it's crazy how much judgment people put on that yeah. nowadays. Where yeah. like, I notice it too, if I land on a website yeah. and I'm like, yeah. <clears throat> what this is this just looks sketchy and <laughs> yeah, then you yeah, just exactly. get off the website right? credibility right? mm-hmm. that's huge wix.com sites <laughs> yeah so so squarespace actually solves a lot of those problems yeah. right because yeah. mm-hmm. um, you can actually build a responsive website using squarespace so um with all these you know um tools you really don't have an excuse yeah. to ship something that doesn't look nice yeah and yeah. that and that's i think that's an important pro tip for entrepreneurs out there today they're mm. starting today Yep. is I think they still have a mentality and I'm generalizing again that you have to create everything kind of from scratch your code needs to be your own your website needs to yep. be your own etc cetera, etc cetera. Mm-hmm. but there's enough APIs out there for you know mm-hmm. almost anything that you can you can do yeah Zapier and and you know with uh if this then that right yeah, yeah. um other things like that and then you got Squarespace and Wix mm-hmm. and, and Instapage and all those other guys yeah that you should have a software stack that can build you a, a outside looking in a mm-hmm. very respectable startup without actually you know diving into code yeah. long term you still want your own code you still want yep. your own assets but especially when you're at that customer validation point right you can fake a lot of stuff hell this show is faked <laughs> <laughs> oh, is it? you know you know like we we you know we could have gone a long route yeah. of 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 you know making sure we have a professional setup yeah um making sure we we have staff a camera person all that stuff but we mm-hmm. went a different route where say okay what's the lowest amount of actual like smart tech that we need to put in this mm-hmm. to produce a show right. so it's a bunch yeah. of cables a bunch of bunch of manual pressing buttons and, and then yeah. away we go it's the shift between working hard to working smart. Mm-hmm. And I feel like now with tech and millennials, it's everybody just tries to work as smart as possible and then it may look like they don't work that hard, but really they're having every everything else working for them. Yeah. 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 Cool. But I guess I guess on that note, um, tell us about your new company. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Shape Immersive, uh, we're building a decentralized marketplace for geospatial data. Uh, and That's a lot of words, but yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Geospatial yeah. data. Geospatial data. Yes. Sounds uh, pretty cool. Yeah, and you know, it's a blockchain company as well. Uh, I'm probably gonna lose a, a few people here, but um, <laughs> but the goal is to make this data universally uh, accessible, so anyone can create scalable and persistent AR experiences. And by AR, I mean augmented uh, reality. Yep. And and like 
there's a term that I've seen you throw around a lot called mm -hmm. the, the AR, the augmented reality cloud. Yes, yes. Right? So, so correct me if I'm wrong. This is, you're trying to map literally the whole world yeah. for AR. Is, yeah. that, is that the right way of describing yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. So uh, a lot of people think AR cloud as a real-time spatial map of the world. Some people think of it as you know the world's digital twin. Uh, personally, I like, to, I like to think of it as um, a digital universe that perfectly overlays on top of our real world. So um, have you guys seen uh, Stranger Things? Yes. Yes? Okay. No? Second season? Well, yeah. So, okay. so you know Upside Down, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of like that, right? Mm -hmm. um, a parallel digital mm -hmm. universe where uh, everything in that universe has been digitized. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's what's necessary for AR to hit, hit the mainstream. Yeah. Uh, it's because you need the, uh, the spatial data uh, for your cameras to, uh, to relocalize. Yeah. Uh, so you can actually view the experience, the virtual experience, interact with it from various angles. Um, and then you also need um, this, you know, the spatial map of the world, so you can support uh, things like occlusion, which is hiding virtual objects behind uh, physical ones, and or collision, so like colliding virtual objects mm -hmm. with uh, physical objects. So these virtual assets can really behave like physical world objects. Yeah. Right. They respond to the physics of the world. Right. So your your technology, because mm -hmm. from my understanding, yeah, to get you know the cloud. You know, visualized. Mm -hmm. I'm expecting some kind of satellite on the moon or something like that, right? Like some sort of cameras or or some sort of feedback or how's yeah. that work? So so um, so satellite can only get you so far, right? Okay. Um, so what we're really interested is in is the, the near fields, right? Yeah. So satellite, you know, uh, you know, through satellite imagery, you can probably get a you know general sense of what the world looks like. Yeah. From very very far away. Yeah. Right. Um, if you have you know lidar scanners uh, on on the planes to to scan through a city, then yep. you you get a general idea of what the city looks like with yep. more accuracy, right? Mm -hmm. um, but GPS at the end of the day, that's not super accurate. We're talking yep. about spatial accuracy that's down to the millimeter. Mm. So that's when the near field um, technology, like you know, our phones, mm -hmm. become more relevant, right? Because then we can actually scan the space. Mm -hmm. um, where, and, and, and so it's also relevant is because that's where the most human activities occur right. yeah. as well, mm -hmm. right? So if so, why is you know uh, I guess the rainforest relevant if there's no one there to experience right. this virtual experience? Right. But uh, you know, West Hastings or Water Street in yeah. Gastown. That's super relevant, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. For um, general consumers, yeah. if they want to have an experience, a location-based AR game, or whatever the case might be, yeah. they need to be able to um, to interact with their virtual yeah. experience on, at the street level. And so, kind of just imagining things, it's yeah. like if I want to move to, I don't know, Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Right. You're talking about in the future, your your AR cloud is not complete, but to a point where it's usable. Mm -hmm. Um. I can actually visualize myself walking in the streets of Saudi Arabia without having to, before I decide whether I want to go there, mm -hmm. is, that, is that kind of- So that's, that's more virtual reality. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so you can already do that with yeah. like Google Street View, yeah. um, or you can just create a, a 3D model of uh, yeah. you know, Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Um, what augmented reality is uh, more focused on is that you're, you're stepping into the real world, right? Yeah. Uh, and you're interacting with virtual experiences mm -hmm. in the phys real physical world. Yeah. So in the future, we'll be able to walk down the street and I'll be able yeah. to just look at a restaurant and then Jurassic like, Park will come out. Yeah, I'll be able to like <laughs> yeah, the Yelp out reviews and, yeah. out of the restaurant yeah. or I'll be able to have like arrows on the sidewalk telling me yeah. where to go for Google Maps. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
that this is like the first steps towards making that accessible to everyone. Exactly. So what, what you brought up there is, uh, so it's the biggest promise of AR, right? Mm -hmm. It's the ability to organize information at its origin. So you can go to a you know, historic site and be able to learn the history of that place, right? Or you can navigate mm -hmm. yourself in a, in a foreign city uh, without the need of a, a map or translator. So, um, so so you can have a virtual pet that follows you around everywhere. Yeah, yeah, exactly, right? So that that's super interesting. A virtual and pet that never needs to go to the bathroom. Yeah, yeah. perfect. <laughs> yeah. So, so, I mean, my probably tough question, but yeah. this is my favorite question, would yeah. be when do you think AI uh, will be, sorry, not AR, AI, AR yeah. will be mainstream? mainstream? When do you think we'll oh, get there? So, so uh, something really exciting happened uh, yesterday. Uh, Niantic, the company that um, built Pokemon Go, mm -hmm. they announced their uh, real-world platform, uh, and they're able to do something called real-time inclusion through computer vision technology as well as you know deep learning. Cool. So they're able to um, they they can um, make the camera see the world like humans do. So the camera will understand uh, the different objects in the space. It's able to map out the uh, the scene as well. Uh, so in their demo video, you see this you know, AR Pikachu, right? Mm. Uh, and it's able to actually go behind uh, physical world objects in real time. Wow. wow. So that's, that's, that's something that I haven't seen before, that, that real time. Yeah. Um, like climbing up a billboard or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like jumping onto a, a yeah. bench. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, you're going, like, and you see yeah. dynamic objects like people walking. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, yeah. These are people walking, and then the Pikachu goes behind the person. Yeah. Instead of through, which yeah. is what yeah. you get now. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. So there's a lot of misconception around augmented reality. Like yeah. most people think that's superimposing computer-generated yeah. image on top of the real world. Mm -hmm. I, I would say that's AR, maybe zero yeah. point, yeah, one point yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Right. Uh, but I think augmented reality is more about enhancing your reality. Right. So it's not just visual. Right. It's yeah. you know factory. It's you know mm -hmm. auditory as well. Yeah. Right. So, um, uh, so all these experiences, like we're starting with visual most most of the time, but eventually, um, you know, when you ask, you know, when will AR hit mainstream? Mm -hmm. It's really when our devices are like AR headsets mm -hmm. or AR glasses are ubiquitous, mm -hmm. right? So everyone's wearing them, uh, and it's able to support you know, multiplayer interaction, right? So you and I, we can look at the same virtual experience or virtual character at the same time, in real time, and interact cool. with it. That's when AR is going to hit the mainstream because right now it kind of feels like surfing the web without friends. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very silo experience. <laughs> like, well, that's not true. Yeah. When you said yeah. major Pokemon Go announcement, I thought you said because they announced they're making trades now. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I no. you're going down that route. No, no, no. That's but, like, that's. Wait, so this is, yeah. is exciting. In the future, yeah. everybody's going to have to wear hipster glasses. That's what's happening. In, in theory. Dude, yeah. I spent a lot of money to not wear glasses. Yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. to have to wear them in the future. But, but yeah. that, that does bring up a good point because, I mean, like, um, Google Glass, uh -huh. super famous products, also you could call it a super famous failure. Mm -hmm. You know, my question to you is if Google can't, you know, make it mainstream, what what was missing or in your opinion? Oh, it was just because they're simply just too early, right? Yeah. They're um, not ready for the adoption like people yeah, are yeah. take it on. Exactly. And um and privacy is such a huge issue right now, right? Like mm -hmm. who wants people to have cameras, mm -hmm. you yeah. know, on their face 
capturing every single moment of it, right? Yeah. Um, so we haven't really seen a killer AR app right now in the industry. Yeah. Uh, and that's why it hasn't really hit the mainstream. They're more the gimmicky. closest thing is Pokemon Go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, any Pokemon Go um, with you know their acquisition of you know, Extra Reality uh, and another company, um, they're really they're really diving into the the AR space, right? Yeah. They're investing heavily, heavily into the the, uh, the core technologies. Uh, and uh, potentially competing with ARKit too as well, so uh, so it'll 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 still take a while. I think people will have to kind of get used to this idea, um, because if mobile AR will come first, right? So this this experience still it's um, it's not perfect, because the the field view is still limited, right? Yeah. Um, you're kind of looking through a, a magical lens, and and then you see the experience. Yeah. But there is this kind of middleware mm-hmm. that's in front of you, yeah. right? Um, the ultimate experience is when you're wearing some sort of uh, headsets or glasses, and then you will be able to interact with the, the virtual context. experience. Yeah, yeah, and then your field view wouldn't be uh, as limited, right? And this is where yeah. Magic Leap is kind of heading towards mm-hmm. um, with their uh, headset and their light pack and all that yep. kind of stuff. Yeah, it's uh, so you are. You're, you're, you have a, a very clear view of the world, but at the same time, you have all these virtual uh, experiences that's you know seamlessly integrated in that physical world. That's really exciting. Yeah. yeah. How have you found Vancouver as like a host for AR VR innovation so yeah. far? Yeah, uh, I think Vancouver is great. Um, you know, we are the. I mean, the, the so I'm also on the board of the, the VR AR Association, the Vancouver chapter, and we are the currently the, the fastest growing chapter. Uh, cool. And yeah, all of the, the chapters, all of the 50 Whoa. chapters around the That's world. That's pretty cool. Yeah, so, uh, so in um, Dan Berger, our president, he just recently released an infographic on um, the, the current landscape of uh, yeah, VR and AR um, in Vancouver. And we're you know, surpassing 200 companies right now uh, in this hub. And a lot of it is you know, attributed to our gaming and our film industries mm-hmm. because, you know, Tackling, goes hand in hand. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, uh, tackling you know VR and AR uh, seems like the, the natural step, right, for gaming and um, and film, right, to to um, to you know innovate. And you guys got um, a cool kind of conference coming up as well. Yeah, yeah. We were talking about that the other day. Yeah. And is this gonna be the first VR AR kind of big event here in Vancouver? So the so last year we have CVR. Okay. Right. Um, and Archiac was the, the organizer of that. Uh, and but now um, with the, the VR AR Global Summit, it's uh, organized by the, the VR AR Association, which is a global entity mm-hmm. with I think over five thousand members. So the type of poll is very different, right? The type of speakers that we're able to bring on board. Uh, so we have speakers from Adobe, Google, Microsoft. Um, you know. Uh, Intel, right? So all the all the big players are gonna be here at this mm-hmm. conference, and um, it's on uh, September twenty first and twenty second, cool. uh, and it's going to be the biggest uh, VR AR conference that Vancouver has seen. I'll be there. Or Western Canada, really. Yeah. I'll be there as long as Dan gives me a free ticket. Yeah. <laughs> if you're watching. Wow, you're really hyping Dan. Yeah. Yeah. It's twice well, well Dan, Dan wouldn't be the person to uh, to give you that. <laughs> Would that be yeah. you? No, it'd be uh, Emery and yes. Damn. I need uh, an I'll intro to Emery. Secrets. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, kind of go back a little bit. Like you went to a conference called Awe, 
It's more fun if you say oh. Oh, awesome, right? Awesome. It's awesome. It's some awe. Yeah. But um, you guys demoed your tech with something called KittyCon. Yeah. What? What is KittyCon? So KittyCon is actually the world's first multiplayer mixed reality experience. Uh, that's powered by a mobile device like an iPad, and uh, it's uh, you know a demonstration that we did to show you know the potential of the AR cloud, right? And to validate why spatial data matters. So what we did was we built a, a six foot tall uh, replica of the Empire State Building, and this is a physical world object, right? It's like made mm-hmm. of wood or, or cardboard. Yeah, or it's made of wood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. So uh, and then we programmed a virtual cat. To interact with um, this building, mm-hmm. and this cat is Kitty Con, and so so the cat is spatially aware, so it can actually um, it understands the geometry of the building, and is able to climb behind the building uh, and disappear mm-hmm. from you know the player's uh, you know field of view, and then or it can climb up the building right mm-hmm. with sub centimeter level of uh, spatial accuracy. So this is like an example of like in the future, if you were to scan the real version of yeah. this building, you would be able to have a real Kitty Con, so, yeah. Kitty Con climbing up the yes. real yeah. Empire State Building. Yes, exactly. Right. So if we have the you know the real reference point clouds of the Empire State Building, then we can you know theoretically put a virtual object on that building, mm-hmm. interact with it. Right. Very so cool. so if you think about you know Transformers, you know think mm-hmm. about Pacific Rim, Jurassic World, right? The, the future of movie trailers could very well be that we step into it. Right, instead of consuming oh. it from you know uh, a screen, mm-hmm. and we've been doing this for the last sixty years, anyways, right? Yeah. Um, Beats four D. I hate four D. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Do you guys know what four D is? Yeah. Like you know when yeah, you go to Disney 40, World yeah. or Universal Studios and and they because three D yeah. apparently isn't enough, so they go yeah. with four D, and it's usually some mixture of like people blowing crap in my face. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, I've had that before. Where yeah, like water, the, like water, yeah. and then usually water. shakes. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, I don't like that. Yeah. Air. And also, three D makes me dizzy. Yeah. I kind of <laughs> want to puke all the time. Yeah. yeah so, exactly. So that that sounds yeah. way cooler. What do you think of um, Facebook announcing they're going to launch Oculus TV? It's cool. It's cool. I, Confirmed. I, yeah. I saw that today yeah. and yeah. I was like, damn it, I cannot wait to be able to put that on yeah. on the plane and just be able to like zone out. Like That would be probably my main use for this Oculus yeah. headset would be like traveling. Yeah. And you'd be able to... I mean, I don't know if I'd use it in my living room. Cause, yeah, but, but I... I I guess my biggest question is that is that experience substantially better than just watching something on TV? I don't think it's substantially better. I think it's more portable. Right. That's like the only issue they're really solving. The, the portability you have, your, your phones, your... But nobody yeah. wants to do this. I do have yeah. arm problems doing this. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's... I don't know. It's can, not revolutionary, right? right? We can it's just kind that. of yeah. like a solving... Yeah, I, I mean, yeah. I have I have my I guess my personal opinion yeah. on this, yeah. but um, I, I think it's really exciting what Oculus is doing. Mm-hmm. Right, they're making VR headsets a lot more accessible. Right, mm-hmm. two hundred dollars, you have this very amazing piece of device that you know that's accessible to the general public. 
And but right now it's just the technology in terms of like resolution, you know, latency. Mm-hmm. That's it's not quite there it's yet. It's not there. Uh, and so that's why like watching, uh, you know, Netflix or watching a movie on my you know forty eight inch TV, that's still a substantially better experience. Oh, of course, it's a four K yeah. TV, right? Yeah. Um, versus putting on a headset, and then you're still looking at the uh, screen just mm-hmm. in a virtual environment. It's not like you turn around and there's something there, right? Mm-hmm. So in VR, what's the most compelling use case in VR is um, story living, right? Because it's immersive. It's not the flat. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, so like, there's no absolutely no point to watch TV in an immersive environment. Yeah. Right. Um, but there's a lot of um, merit to immersing yourselves mm-hmm. in uh, a story where you can discover different things, right? And everyone's experience would be slightly different because you, it's kind of like your choose your own adventure type of deal, right? So that's that's my, but I haven't really looked into it yet. So yeah, but that's that's I'm just fascinating. Saying, I'm imagining like movies yeah. in the future where you can just yeah. walk through the scenes. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. that that's, I think the first step that AR is looking at is is vision, and I think we spent a lot of time talking about vision. Just imagine for a second, smell, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like I don't know, I'm not a scientist. I don't know how it works at all. But just you know, we're playing make believe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like imagine you can walk through the scene, but you can also smell the streets of Brooklyn. Yeah. You can also like you know all that stuff. You can do this. You can smell the bagels. You can smell like the grime yeah. of New York. Yeah. And that is your movie experience, right? Like. Oh yeah. That's crazy. That'll happen. Yeah. Eventually. Yeah. Eventually. Yeah. <laughs> that's where the world's you know heading. So. But speaking speaking of crazy, so I'm excited this week to to announce a brand new segment that we're doing, inspired by our lovely folks here at Launch Academy. So a couple of weeks ago, we had talked about. Our, our mystery of forks. And you, you've been here for six years, you know, we've, we've had a fork problem. And the fork <laughs> problem is literally that, is yeah. that we as Launch Academy, we keep buying forks. And every two weeks I go up to Shada and go, Shada, hey, there's no forks. And, and I just shrug, I just, I don't know. I don't know where they go. And then we look in the dishwasher, I, we, look, we look everywhere. There's I've no, put it there's a million times in yeah. our newsletter. <laughs> I've verbally harassed people to be like, is that our fork? <laughs> <laughs> and 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 the stupid part is, you know, when and especially for people that that don't live with the parents that actually have to buy, you know, forks and knives. And forks stuff, are they expensive. All, they always they generally come like unless you're in office like us, they generally come in sets, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. you get forks, knives, and spoons. And the result of that is we have like literally thousands of knives in our office. I found an Amazon provider that sells them separately, separately, but it's so expensive. I think we have a really big yearly budget on spoons and forks, and mm-hmm. nobody takes knives home. There's discrimination <laughs> against forks, knives. Yeah, yeah, because they're not useful. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, that kind of inspired us to do this segment, and I'm calling it What the Fork. Yeah. <laughs> and What the Fork is, is, you know, the weirdest, wackiest, and mysterious stories of tech that, that we can find. So this week's What the Fork goes to the consumers of Vancouver. So according to CTV News, and this is, this is you can go Google it or whatever, last weekend there was a man named Douglas Bevins and he boiled about 100 organic beef hot dogs, okay? <laughs> and he put one in each, each one in a bottle of water that he sold at an annual car-free event. So then to promote this, he wore a hot dog onesie at the event, called himself the CEO of Hot Dog Water. So Bevins told people that water creates quicker sodium uptake for good health uh-huh. because hot dog water and perspiration resemble each other. So when you drink hot dog water, it bypasses the 
lymphatic system, whereas other waters have to go through your filtering system. So really, hot dog water has three times as much uptake as coconut water. Okay. His product was professionally packaged and looked like something out of a legitimate company, except for, you know, one thing, they had freaking hot dogs in their water. Um, and so obviously you and I were all laughing. Many people other laughed too, but there were others that were impressed by the health benefits that it experienced with this unique product. This is real. This is not real. Including body spray (laughs) and hot dog water breath freshener. The price for hot dog water was $38.99 a bottle. What? But, you know, because Bevins is a nice dude, because of a special discount during this car <laughs> car event, it was $75 for two bottles. Nice guy, right? Oh, my God. So, so Bevins, his real job is he's a, he, he operates as both a tour operator and a performance artist. So he came up with the idea because he questioned, you know, whether the ridiculous marketing and health claims behind some products. And he's like, I bet I could sell hot dog water. So he, he knew it's not a thing. It's a joke. Um, he's looking this up his aim was to get consumers to bypass slick marketing and think about what they're buying especially in the age of social media clicks and likes right so he thought this could be like a cool project for for an art performance to create awareness about critical thinking so here here's the kicker with hot dog water's body spray with their lip balm with their breath freshener and of course you know the awesome hot dog water bottles itself he sold about 60 liters of product over the weekend. Wow. 60 liters. So while obviously it's hilarious, <laughs> it's also extremely, extremely sad. In our chase for supposed health, did we just forget our brains at the starting line? For Eddie's, every cynic that tells you like marketing doesn't work, this guy's just proved otherwise. Wait, so the bottles actually look nice. The bottles look nice. That's what I'm telling you. So consumers of Vancouver, what the fork, man? That is this week's segment of what the fork, and and That's it's so unbelievable. Crazy. That everybody in the room right now is just googling whether I just lied to them or not. Fake news. <laughs> this is real. I mean, it's a fake product, but this is yeah. real. Yeah. Unbelievable, guys. Yeah. So what we want to do is, if you guys have interesting, weird, wacky stories um, that you think could be on what the fork. We want to encourage you to send them to, to Shadi at launchacademy.ca, Sam at launchacademy.ca. Give us a tweet um, at launchacademyhq, uh, whatever way you can find us, and we'll see if it's up to the par. I want to meet this guy. <laughs> you want to get this guy on the show? Yeah. yeah. Douglas Bevins, if you're listening, come on our show. We'll bring you in. We'll cut in line. We'll cut out racing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're out. So before we move on, we do we do have a game for you, Alex, and I know oh, you didn't want to play awesome. a game. Yeah. Um, too bad. Um, so, Shadi, I'm gonna let you take it away. Oh right, okay, I'm doing this. I don't have the notes. I'd rather do karaoke. <laughs> do I have the notes? Vivian did karaoke last so, night. Oh right. So the game we're going to play is called Rapid Fire, and we've played this before with a couple of our guests, so we just want to quickly learn a lot about you in a small space of time. So the point uh-huh. is for you to not think, um, just answer. Oh, so Shadi so has, has the questions ahead of her. And right. don't worry, we have food at the end of this, maybe. This All right, let's do this. Are you ready? <laughs> no. Sorry, Susie, before no. Yeah. <laughs> if there's, like, no filter, Susie, then I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if this is allowed. This won't be, the, like, the fastest rapid fire, because I'm also a very slow reader. Okay. <laughs> All right. Read faster, faster. Yeah. Okay, here we yeah. go. Okay, what's your favorite day of the week? Uh, Tussle. Tussle? 
Tesla. I don't have a particular. Oh, come online. on. Yeah, entrepreneurs work seven days a week. Everybody has a favorite yeah. day of the week. What's your favorite day of the week? I don't know, Saturday? Thursday. Good. Okay. Yeah. What's your life motto? Carpe diem. Seize the day. If you have to give a one line of advice to someone trying to make his or her startup successful, what would it be? Focus. Kanye West or Kanye East? East. If you could own <laughs> one, <laughs> if you could own one tech company, which one would it be? What? Sorry. What's if the you question? could own one tech company, which one would it be? Shape Immersive. <laughs> nice one. Who do you admire the most? Kanye East. <laughs> That's <laughs> Ray's nickname. <laughs> what color is your toothbrush? Black. What would be the name of your first child? Uh, did I say? Uh, is it Fanny or Laurel? Laurel. Uh, Laurel. It's okay. Laurel. Yeah. <laughs> Yanny or Laurel. Yeah, it's Laurel. Favorite yeah. Launch Academy staff member? Oh, this is hard. Oh, dude, it's got to be fast. <laughs> Least favorite Launch Academy staff member? Uh, Ooh. Oh, you can't oh, think too much. I can't think too much? Yeah, he, he, the, he has a name in his mind, but he's not no, saying I'm, it. I'm thinking about the, the, the mice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not thinking about anyone right. on the team. I'm thinking about like... He's like thinking about Cinderella. Yeah, our, our extended team. <laughs> um, if you could follow in the footsteps of one famous CEO, who would it be? Kanye East. <laughs> <laughs> which startup do you wish you invested in Shape immersive <laughs> but you already invested in it oh yeah with my my time but not my what mind. would you do <laughs> what would you do with 15 minutes of fame 15 minutes of fame oh uh so what what's uh, what's like the if you had 15 minutes, minutes where the world like, had their eyes on you and you really? would be famous i don't like fame though you'd sing a whole new world yeah <laughs> I would say go do some good. Nice. That's good. Solid. Very yeah. convincing. Yeah. Name five tech startups in, t in 10 seconds. Startups? 10 seconds. You already oh, lost. I know. Nine, eight. Yeah. Seven. Think six, six, Later. Five, predictable revenue. Three, two, one. Launch Academy. Uh, you got, you got, you got uh, two? Yeah. Launch Academy is not a startup. Sorry, guys. Yeah. If you could talk to Justin Trudeau, what would you say? Damn. <laughs> Damn, Daniel. Damn, Justin. <laughs> yeah. What are those? The, the, <laughs> the, the pipeline thing is pretty upsetting. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. a good one. Yeah. <laughs> um, what house supply is running out right now? Right now? House supplies? Not condoms. <laughs> <laughs> Use one word to describe your, techno your technology ability? ability? That, what did you write? Technology Use one word what? to describe your technology ability. Technology ability. I have, I have none. <laughs> Incomplete. Incomplete, yeah. If you went back to school, it would be for? For... Hmm. I want to say programming. But I want to say midwifery seems useful. Yeah. Okay, this is the <laughs> final and most important one. What do you like to eat at work? I don't eat at work. And I was about yeah. to say, Alex yeah, doesn't eat at work. I've been trying to convince him yeah. to go to Costco and buy a bunch of snacks and then just have it at the desk. Yeah. Because <laughs> this guy can focus. This number one tip is focus, but he can focus to the point where he doesn't eat for like a whole day. It's yeah. not True. good. Where yeah. do you think we get it from? <laughs> you guys. Thank you, for, thank you for the slowest rapid fire session. I know. I know. You, I'm terrible. You know I'm slow. It's the fact that I... <laughs> 
know too many languages. I say Kanye East like three times. Yes. <laughs> Kanye East, for those that you yeah. don't know, is, I mean, take it, go Google this, guys. Go take a picture of Ray Walia. Um, just Google Ray Walia, yeah. and you're going to find these, like, the weirdest smiles. I feel like we should do something so that when people Google Kanye East, Ray shows up. Oh, I could work Yeah, we can, we can, yeah, just hire an SEO. I'll pay for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah. Shape, Shape Immersive was sponsored this campaign. <laughs> we, can be, we can interact with it, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you can Kanye on. East and AR. Sounds good. Sounds yeah, good. location, location-based game. Fair enough. So bef- before we kind of move on to the main event, which is the food, um, <clears throat> we do have some announcements to make. So first of all, if you're not following us mm-hmm. on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, why not? You've already yeah. lasted through like 45 minutes of the show. Yeah. Just give us a follow, guys. <laughs> Like seriously, do it. Yeah. Launch Academy HQ. It's very easy to spell unless you spell Lunch Academy, in which case you've spelled it wrong. But we should probably get those handles too. So it's Launch yeah. Academy HQ, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn. Just do is it. it. Is it going to show up here? Like, maybe. Maybe. Guys I'll, I'll pretend you're like link down below. Yeah, link down below. Yeah. Or, or, or just like here. here, right? Well, I'm waiting for your AR stuff to just yeah. be like, just throw it just in like show, yeah. 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 But it's if you haven't podcast. subscribed, we are actually a podcast for those of you that only interact with us on Facebook. Um, mm-hmm. So make sure you, you know, give us a subscribe. Give us that five stars. Yeah, do it. We will buy you lunch if you give us five stars. Don't say that. <laughs> we don't have the budget. Don't say we'll that. buy you lunch if we have five hey, stars. running a startup here. Um, okay, we've got lots of so important yeah, announcements. We also have lots of events, so why don't you go ahead first? Well, first of all, we wanted to tell everybody that Traction is around the corner. Woo-hoo. So corner. just around the corner. If you want to participate or if you want to just attend, uh, make sure you look up what we've got going on for Traction. I'm not even sure... Mm. what we should give them in terms of a site to go to tractionconf.io okay so sounds through our website t-r-a-c-t-i-o-n-c-o-n-f.io i can spell Check it out. fake words <laughs> also um big announcement launch academy has space tell your friends yeah. tell your mom your sister <laughs> launch academy is open to new members yes so, so we, we have a brand new exciting launch pad program that we're, we're releasing for august 1st mm-hmm. um we will have more information in the coming weeks so make sure you're staying tuned to the next episode of launch academy or just make sure you're following our website um but if you're a startup you're looking for product market fit mm-hmm. um we're we're looking at you we want to we yeah. want to work with you want to help you yeah. um we want you we want you <laughs> yeah uncle sam right here right? yeah <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah, we'd love to work with you. We want to help you out. Just have a discussion. Check out our website. Um, also, we've got a few cool events. This is a long shot because our next events are in July, but I figured I'd tell you guys in advance. Technically. Yeah, almost it's almost July. Yeah. yeah. Oh, One more day. speaking of July, happy early birthday to oh, Alex. That's you. an important announcement. <laughs> When's his birthday? Canada Day. Right? I thought it was July 2nd. Yeah, July 2nd, yeah. Right. See? Yeah. But, Is it but, July but 2nd? It's, it's technically on Canada Day because it's July 2nd in Taiwan. And because oh. of the time difference, it's actually July 1st. Only he thinks like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he I get wants to have the same day. Are you going to be in the office? Yeah. No. Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, because it's, it's a long weekend, right? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Don't come. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Unless anyways. We're going to be on. <laughs> yeah. Exciting. Canada Day and Alice's birthday. We've got a few events coming up in July. Um, on July 11th, we've got our lunch and learn on how to create a high converting landing page. 
important that's stuff. That's pretty important. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So we've got John Chan, CEO of 2X Conversion Design, coming and talking to us about all of that jazz. And then on July 7th, we've got a panel 17th. on... July oh, yeah, 17th. sorry. Yeah, July 17th. Thanks for the correction. Mm -hmm. um, a guide to seed fundraising. And this is going to be an um, awesome panel with all alumni from mm -hmm. Launch Academy. So we've got... Monique Morden from Lendified. We've got Sarah Goodman from Vital Signs and Craig Slagle. I always mispronounce his last name. From RunGo. RunGo is super cool. I use it all the time. Download RunGo. And for those of you that like TV, both Sarah and Craig were on Dragon's Den. Oh, yeah. yeah um, cool. So, I mean, come to the panel if you need money. Yeah. If you don't need money, that's cool. Yeah. Don't come. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, we also looking forward up um, up into September. Um, there's also a hackathon for, for those of you coders or mm. builders or things like that. Um, Vanhacks.com. Um, check out that website. It's a hackathon that's dedicated to um, helping fulfill technical debt to a select group of nonprofit companies. So they're trying to help these nonprofit companies who, you know, help create mm. A lot of lot of good work in the city of Vancouver. So they're they're gathering you know hackers, coders, designers to build solutions for them. So vanhacks.com. That's going to be in late September. I think September twenty first is the date. Yeah. Um, so you want to check out that website. Cool. Cool um, beans. Any announcements from Alex? Any announcements from yeah. Alex? So uh, as the presenting sponsor of the, the VRAR Global Summit, uh, we have an exclusive opportunity to build a, a city scale. Uh, multiplayer mixed reality experience and we're looking for partners who have access to uh, licensed IP so these are uh, well-known uh, media franchises uh, and so you've, you know Paramount Pictures, 20th Century Fox, Disney um, I would love to speak uh, to your contact layer uh, because this is going to be the the world's first um, city scale AR experience. I want to see so Spider-Man swinging history. through. We'll make that happen. Exactly yeah. yeah yeah so that would be super cool yeah. Awesome. Sweet. And then uh, shout out to Dan Berger, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dan, 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 Dan's getting a lot of airtime. Yeah. What about my mom? Really? Dan is replacing yeah. my mom. Shout out to my mom. Shout out to Shade's mom. <laughs> what up? Haven't talked to you in a while. Yeah, he, like, he was in Brazil. Ever. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. can't keep track anymore yeah. of that guy. Shout out to Team Costa Rica, too. <laughs> yeah, way Thanks to go, Costa Rica. Thanks for participating. Yeah. yeah. Also, shout out to Team Panama Soccer Team. Thank you for getting 11 yellow cards. <laughs> <laughs> Any shout outs for you? Uh, no. I think no, I'm good. Okay. We're ready for yeah. food. Ready for Sam food. has brought yeah. us something yeah. hopefully delicious. This has yeah. been my most stressful week of, of food. You can't have fried food, by the way. You can't have fried no. food? No. Why didn't you tell me that before? Sam only eats I fried food. I only bring yeah. fried food. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, regardless. So, <laughs> so I had, first of all, I knew Alex was coming. So I wanted to, to bring him something that would be special to him. Mushrooms. Really? Well, we contemplated that. We, con we contemplated that, oh, but yeah. then we yeah. we still want you to come back on the show in the future. So, okay. So Is that, that Oshi, was Oshi Sushi from Miku. Um, <laughs> but but here's the issue. So the original place, which I'm not going to name because I think we can use it in the the future. So so I knew I wanted to bring something like hot, like not not cold. Okay. So so it had to be close to the airtime. I didn't right. want to bring it in like eleven this morning, have it sit for two three mm. hours, and then like right. we're eating garbage. Doesn't matter where it's from. Right. Um. So the problem was I needed to get it as close to airtime as possible. And when I went to go to the place that I was going to get the food at, it was like a, like 12, 15, 12, 20. Um, 
the lineup was like 45 minutes out the door. Oh, wow. literally out the door. And I was standing in line and I texted Shad. I'm like, I'm in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> literally those words. I'm yeah. like, I'm in trouble. Like, I don't know yeah. what I'm supposed to do now. Yeah. Luckily, <clears throat> I came up with a backup. So, so unfortunately, my first choice We'll have to wait till you come back on the air. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> but also, I didn't know that you're not eating fried food because, you know, you're on a diet. Or, no, or no, it's just, yeah. So, so just maybe. Try to stay maybe, away from fried food. Trying to what? Just stay away from fried food. Oh, well, you're yeah. not staying away this time. No. <laughs> um, so, unfortunately, we're going to have to go with my, my second choice, which is honestly, not- you'd probably like more, but. You, I'm also 87% sure that you've already had this. Okay. So, so that, that, that's why I didn't right. want to go this route in the first place. Right. But at the same time, I'm 83.4% sure Shade's never had it. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So it's so, for Shade. And, and Claire has yeah. yes. chicken in so seven years. So. Oh, so it's just chicken. So it's chicken. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so you just chicken. named it. Okay. Yeah. 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 So Jukes, why don't one of you guys open chicken. it up? Yeah. So fried chicken. The food oh, this week is yeah. So Alex recognizes it. Yeah. It's from Nam Pen. Yeah. Um, I'll get some glory chicken wings, shots yeah. in for, for the insides, Oh, this is good. Right? Um, Nam Pen, a very well-known Cambodian restaurant. A lot of people think it's a Vietnamese restaurant, but they uh-huh. actually serve Cambodian food. They all do have pho noodles, mm-hmm. which are good as well. Yep. But they're most known for are their potent <laughs> and addictive chicken wings yeah and i'd say about five years ago it was one of like the hidden gems of, of vancouver like, uh-huh. but now like everybody knows about it yeah so shadi have you had this before no that looks oh okay oh uh, yeah so so the key to this is um as i take a picture live on air yeah um is you also have to have the sauce that comes with it yeah the, it the can't vinegar, just be the vinegar it can't just be the the wings by itself okay. Um, it's so it's uh, garlic butter. It's very yeah. garlicky, yeah, very garlicky. Potent. Um, I generally don't like garlic because it gives like a bad vibe to Why me not? later. Um, well, it's you know the thing with me and vegetables. But so, since it's, it's I mean, so good. Yeah. I mean, Shadi, do you want it? Do you want to give it first crack? Yeah. Alex yeah. had it before, and he's also allergic apparently. No, no, I'm just staying away from. He's staying away from, from it. So you're gonna have to give us the review on this. Yeah. Well. Okay, yeah, you have to get the sauce mm. out first. Yeah. Sorry. You, you're not getting the full. I already experience. love it because it's yeah. so garlicky. So wait, so so, so it's like non-pan sponsored is is that the deal? Non-pan, if you're listening, we will take a sponsorship, no problem. Yeah, yeah. You're you're you know. I'm giving them product a free placement shout here, right? yeah. Product placement. Whoa. Yeah. Well, see, live reaction. Whoa, <laughs> whoa. See, the, see, I'm I'm good to you. You wow. keep giving me this vegan crap. Mm. <laughs> Not no, event, no offense to but she, she, she's, she's 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 good to you too. Mm. She's just thinking long term. No, no, it's like <laughs> it's the worst kind of vegan food. It's unhealthy vegan food. It's like oh, really? it's no. like fried. That's blah, not true. Blah. <laughs> right. Last week was like the sweetest pudding I've had in my life. Really? And it was vegan. <laughs> I'm like, this is gonna give me diabetes. Yeah. This is really shout good. out to those guys, by the yeah. way. <laughs> oh. So we're yeah. just gonna we're just gonna watch Shade as she's trying to avoid the mic and making these is this where sounds. we usually lose our audience? No, this is yeah. where all the audience yeah, comes the in. Producer ladies giving me the lot. <laughs> just like cut it. Oh yeah, it's like over you're, you're, yeah, you're done. You're done. <laughs> all right, bye everyone. All right, bye. so thank you, Alex, for yeah, coming on to our welcome. show. Yeah. Um, thank you, Nam Pen, for yeah. for allowing me to pay you and give us food. <laughs> um, and join us next time for episode yeah. ten, which uh, Shadi promises to be huge. 
Yeah, yeah it will be oh, massive. Really? Massive celebrating. Massive. Ten, ten episodes. Oh, yeah. ten oh, episodes. You should have me up for the tenth one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Huge. So who, right. who's going to be on the tenth episode? We don't know. We're yeah. going to have to wait and find out. Maybe it's just us. and like, That'll be a ma- massive letdown. Um, anyway, <laughs> no special guest. Anyway, we're going to sign off now. So thank you, everybody, yeah. for listening. And we'll see you next time. Yeah, it's going to be. Peace out. Yeah. See ya. Bye. Bye.